On today's show, TV real estate shows fact or fiction. A lot of good, a lot of bad. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. It's the Homes Real Estate Podcast. I'm Peter Torring here with Chris Van Bell. Fantastic. And Chris, we got a special guest with us today. <gasps> you know, I was looking over my shoulder and I, and I do see our special guest the resident expert on real estate television, <laughs> Kelly Mitchell Tree. Hi. Hello. So we're talking today about uh, a lot of us watch some of these. We're trying to not specifically name television shows. No. We're going to be TV really channels. careful today. Names have been changed to protect the not so innocent. <laughs> so, all uh, right, all right. So, you are a big fan of. I I I feel like I've been brought in because I am a bit of a TV show expert on a few different stations, some okay, more than others, junkie. but. I do watch a lot of these shows, so... An aficionado, if you will. So, yes, oh, wow. I would say that. What we wanted to look at is there are such massive differences between... And not even just, hey, we understand that they can't show everything in the process, right. but just blatant falsehoods, right. things that, uh, you know, it's not how they go in real life, or just things that make us roll our eyes. And I was going to say, I know you yeah. guys can't see it, but I just totally rolled my eyes. Yep, yep, yep. So, what, so I'll, I'll start off and say this. Are there any shows that you think kind of get it right? Ooh, um... Since this is positive, I think we can name them. I do. I, I'm going to say yes. And the reason I say that is because there's shows based in different parts of the country that I think display that part of the country very well, whether it's New York or whether it's L.A. I don't think we can speak for those markets. So mm -hmm. I'm certain those shows display that very well. I also think one of the other positives is seeing a lot of homes around the country that aren't like ours. I mean, obviously, we're in southeast Michigan, and a lot of the house hunting shows are in Kansas or in Florida or Seen in quite whatever. a few in Canada too. A lot of, a lot of yeah. Canada. The Canada so. one's a tough one because their market is so different. It, not only in the way they price, but also you have to remember we have to do dollar conversions. Wow. So everything looks even more expensive than it is. I mean, like markets like Toronto are insanely expensive, but well, you say, and, oh, it's six hundred the grand there. It's the only five hundred and forty or something here. There's no conversion, right? You know, it's it's five hundred to like. One point whatever million for right. all there's, these houses. Yeah, there's no U.S. dollar. They call it stuff. dollars over there too, so yeah. that's what can be a little confusing. Um, so ones that get it right. Specific shows. I'm of course not going to say specific shows, but I would say. Um, I think you can. We're being positive about it. Oh, positive. Well, look, look at the. We one don't want to call out shows. I, I like the one that was. Um, I don't remember the name. Um, she did a few in Detroit, as a matter of fact. Blonde girl. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Nicole, rehab, uh, rehab addict. Yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah, she, she did a lot of good stuff, and it looks like she's got her hands on. I'm sure she's got a big crew, mm -hmm. but she's doing a lot of really good things with homes. That I think was a rehab addict. She, rehab addict. She's from Michigan. Yeah, she's from Ligorian. She's, so she does she's a just job. knocking it out she of the does. park. Well, and it brought some attention to. Not only, you know, every time we see Detroit in the news media, it's Detroit is the slum town, but it brought some attention to, hey, listen, there's, there's a lot going on in some of these neighborhoods that are being remodeled. And these homes are freaking, really I, nice. if you really look like areas that people misconceive as not good, like Mount Clemens, Detroit, these homes and the woodwork inside and, and oh, yeah. just the detail, you don't see that in today's I, home. I think she's made it cool to do that. And that's really cool of her. It's, it's She's made it kind of cool to buy one of these cheap rehab houses in Detroit and fix it up and restore it and save the wood. And she's made it popular. There's a commitment there, though. But when you start one, you really have to make a commitment to move on to others on that local block. That way you're you're really helping the house value. And that, there was another show about that as well. It was a gal. I don't remember the name, but it was a gal and her mom. 
mm-hmm. and they went in and they they were trying to do like whole neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. They're trying to you know. That's you probably know, <laughs> again as a bit of an expert. That one's probably called Good Bones, and okay. they're out of that's Indianapolis. The yeah, yeah, they that's do the also a very good job. How uh, about a flipper flop? Tarek and Christine <laughs> that's now a, divorced. I don't know. I um that one. I've heard that there's. That's a little. It's a little hokey at times, but I I like the concept. I like what they're doing. They're showing how to invest in a home. And, and to flip it and to get the right profit margin out of the it. The one thing I actually liked there was that they they showed sometimes where like, hey, they didn't they didn't make money or they didn't make money. They were open about the fact that hey, like we've lost money on. They, some of they've these used hard money lenders. They've used their their parents. They bar- yeah, borrowed the- like ten grand from his mom, didn't they? Yeah, that? and so. they've done different things to make these flips happen. See, I'm actually the opposite of that show. That one is not one of my favorites um, because I think it glorifies in a lot of way flipping. Um, Yes, they show a lot of the negatives. Yes, they talk about their losses and their gains and all of that. But I think that actually that one doesn't work well in Michigan because there's not a lot of flip houses, quote unquote, that are available. And I think it's making almost empowering. And it's not just that show. It's any of the other flipping shows because there's a bunch of them. I think it's making it a little unrealistic for people to think they can do the same here. Well, yeah, yeah. you're not going to profit like margins or our market where same. you're buying like top, top, top of the line granite, top of the line tile. Um, and not every neighborhood commands that. And you're not no. going to get that return back a lot around here. So we've also seen an insane amount of just really poor quality flips. I, I'm, I am, I'll tell you this. I'm to the point. If it's a, if I, and I'm not actually seeing as many right now, and I think it's because we've been in the hot market long enough that the deals weren't there eight months ago, True. six months ago. So I'm not seeing as many flips, but it was it was to a point for a while that I just wasn't. I was I was almost looking poorly at flips. Flips scare me. Um, I've been to a couple lately. Uh, I I'm afraid of flips, and I actually depending on my buyer, and I have vocalized this to one of my buyers specifically, who's a good friend of mine. Flips scare me. Um, in back in reference to shows, there's a show, uh, first time flipper, uh, first time flippers is yep. what it's called. And that's why flips scare me <laughs> because you're getting people that come in that don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. whatsoever. They are put, literally putting band-aids over really big problems. And when you're buying a house with a renovated basement or renovated stuff, if it has a band-aid over it, you can't see it. Your inspector's not going to see it or flag it or bring it to your attention. And then you potentially have a big problem. Yeah. So that's definitely, a, I don't like flip. I don't like buying flips. Or I'm, I'm with flips. you. Or so I'm certainly more cautious about them. Well, you that, do good. a little bit more homework on it. You definitely want to check and make sure uh, permits were pulled, especially if you can tell big things like heating and cooling or plumbing were done or if a new roof was put on. You really want I to will, check. I will tell you it is probably less than half oh, that the I, permits I are done. Right. I, I think half would be very generous. I think so, too. Because they get in to and they're, nice. a bunch of home, they're a bunch of Home Depot, Lowe's, Weekend Warriors. I've seen a lot of them. I'm okay with it, but uh, yeah, but you have a different skill set than some of these people, right? It is. It's certainly. uh, It's it's crazy the the amount of flips. But the let's get into some of the bad stuff. I was waiting for it. This is this is where I'm. This is where my brain is today. I'm already in the negative space, so we're going to talk. Well, let's try to deliver this in a positive manner so people can get something out of it. No, we're just we're ripping on them. Okay, fine. we're, We're tearing these out. All right, so. Let's start with any of the the home hunting type shows. There's a million of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of our actually one of our agents here mm-hmm. was on one of these shows. Yeah, he was. Which I still haven't seen that episode. By oh, the way. it is a pretty I good episode. Up, he but. he is he's good, and that brings to light one of the biggest fallacies that we see is let's go look at three homes and buy one. Mm-hmm. 
from our side, that would be great, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be I, amazing. I almost didn't know where to start on that one because I'm like, <laughs> do we start with the fact that you probably aren't going to just look at three homes and pick one at the end, or are we going to start with, uh, you know, the fact that these are not, uh, you know, most of these houses are already closed. You know, they, yeah, yeah, but if you look at how how specific it is, the overpriced house, the underpriced house that needs work. Or the perfect home that makes everyone happy. Yeah, although yeah. I'll say this. Really? They, they, they do, they're, as far as like the dramatic, they, I think that they'll do a good job of keeping you in suspense. There's always one they that you know that they're do. not going to pick. But, uh, right. They And they've come out and said that a lot of that is false, that they'll show their friend's house or they'll show yeah, the house show they already closed listing. on. And that's been on a few of the different shows. Oh, you it's, have to have a closed house to well, be on okay. the show. In fairness, in fairness to these to these TV marketers, Think about it. Think about you guys know everything that goes into a transaction. You know everything that happens right. from offer to close. I mean, there's no way that in the interest of filming a TV show that you could come in, no. offer on a house, wait there through negotiations, inspection, appraisal, underwriting, final conditions, clear to close, moving in. Like, are you going to make one TV episode and make it take you know six weeks? There's no oh, way. Minimum. There's no way. And then what if the house doesn't close? Now you've lost all your footage. So I understand from their perspective, I understand it. But you know, as long as you understand that it's but it sets unrealistic expectations for a lot of our buyers. And I feel like when we first meet buyers, some of it is sitting and unraveling some of those expectations that these shows are putting out there a little bit. The one thing I'd like about the expectation is if I have a buyer consultation, it it helps me get them and get them very, very specifically because then, because my goal, I'd love for you to go out and see three houses. And so to do that, I think it helps those buyers to want to come in and do a consultation and understand, let's look at everything. Okay. What style of home do you like? And not only, all right, what's your price range and I need three bedrooms, but okay, what, what uh, type of cabinets do you prefer? What type of flooring do you like? And we can go through all of these and say, all right, now, which of these are negotiable? Which of them are, which are, which of these do we have to have? And it prevents us from going out and seeing 20 duds. Well, quite honestly, we, we've all been there where we go and we see one house right now for get it accepted. True. It happens. True. But and don't be it... afraid to let that happen. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, if, you, if somebody the best one. walks into a house and they feel like, you know, in their heart of hearts, it's home, you go after that house. Don't pull this, I, I want to go see another 14 That's houses true. and then lose it and then cry all night about it. Not to it. mention today's buyers, they've all seen houses online. True. Yeah. Not, you know, it's not like they're, you're unaware of what's on the market. And the in most vast cases, majority of buyers. Pictures are better. You get a better idea. Yes, you don't get the feel of the house until you actually walk into it. But if you get that feeling and you walk into the first home, write that thing up. Yep, mm-hmm. I agree. The market doesn't let you wait. <laughs> no, yeah, people think we're saying that because we just want to it write doesn't. it up and get a commission. No, no. If 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 you wait on it tonight, someone else was waiting on it last night, and I think that's becoming ever true in today's market. So that's that's kind of the the fallacy there. Uh, and again, too, the this is you know, hey, we call up. There's no the, none of the homework is shown, so it's not hey, we you know we call up and oh we offer this and it was accepted. It's not oh by the way we got to talk to mortgage lender. We have to figure out what's going on with your hundred thousand dollar student loan debt that wasn't disclosed and so it doesn't i think it doesn't do a good job of taking you through kind of the the emotional roller coaster ride of a real estate transaction i think that would almost make for better tv if you Mm. showed what happened during the transaction us cussing on the phone at nine o'clock at night when we're talking to either like a a lender an underwriter appraiser yeah um one of the 10 people we're going to end up talking to and like real quick since you kind of talked about it real quick um the whole concept of making a phone call to an agent or a broker saying, hey, you know, I've got a $300,000 cash offer coming in. Let me know what you think. Yeah, that doesn't happen. 
It's all in writing. Every single thing has I have to be that in. happen all the time. And oh. then I and then I send them a message back saying in writing. Yeah. Yeah, Give it to I, me in writing. It does not mean a, a verbal offer doesn't mean I've squat. had it happen once or twice and I say you don't think so I, I like the heads up, but um you know, I look forward to seeing seeing your offer in on writing. paper. It right. doesn't take that long to write a purchase agreement. Guys. No, it, it, it takes holds. it's it's like twenty five minutes. Like write a per, like if you have a template set up, like the things are electronic now. Write it up, get it signed, send me a pre-approval letter. In today's market, I don't know like the, the concept of something sent up unless if you're my thought is if you're giving me a verbal offer, it's either you're lazy or you know that your offer is so not ridiculous good. that yeah. it's not going to be accepted. Yeah. Right. And there's case, some right, cases with agents that we've worked with and we know and trust where they're gonna call and try to feel us out and say, Hey, you know, That's we're fine. thinking about yeah. X, Y, and Z. Do you have any other offers in? Is there anything we can do outside of price? That would make your seller happy, and that's, that's great. That's called being a good agent. It. I do that when I put an offer. Yeah, that's that's just, that's just being a good agent. I don't have any problem with that. Um, but I, yeah, to back to there's, I, I think there's very little drama when it comes to the house hunting portion. If you do your buyer consultation right, and you understand that, hey, the wife and and the husband are fighting about X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, and this is how we solve it. The house hunting process should, should not be super dramatic unless you're losing a bunch of houses in a hot market like we are today. It's the transaction that's the drama. That's true. I would agree with that. Because I was just thinking back to my own personal experience. I don't think looking at houses or selling houses, that in and of itself is the dramatic part. It's Mm. all the behind the scenes scenes stuff. It's all the lender stuff. It's all the appraisal. Can we talk about that for a second? They don't highlight that in the shows at all. It's all about the appraisal. Yeah, how many times have you seen in one of those shows that, you know, hey, appraisal came in low, we had to renegotiate? No. No, you don't see it, and it's a huge part, of, especially in today's market, it, those appraisals coming back low. It turns into a, a new negotiating game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and then on top of that portion of it, the whole lender issues that could pop up that yeah. we don't see up front, even though a lot of the really good lenders do as much as they can up front. When you get it into the underwriting portion of it, sometimes second underwriting is is the second time, third time will get you. It's... Uh, <laughs> This is happening to me today. So this is why I'm getting Peter's smacked in a around. Foul mood. The underwriters are slapping me around today. So, uh, no, it's certainly there's a lot of drama that goes on during the transaction itself. But that's, again, not shown. And it's so you get, you come in with this expectation of this fun, easy, one day ride. Smooth. And well, it also doesn't show, you know, what happens if you can't, like in today's market, all my rural buyers, they might be sitting around for a month before a house, one house pops up that they can go see, you know. Are famous. I want ten acres with a pole barn. Yes, so does everybody. Yeah. It's true. Do you have three hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars? Will Will eight work? Yeah. How about you know? Also, can we say this? I love my rural buyers. I love all of them. Well, yeah. It's I can. Fun. T- I can tell you this. I have probably out of all the pro- rural properties I've done, I've probably got one who understands the actual amount of acreage they actually want. Mm-hmm. Like the the vast majority of people have no idea what ten acres is or what five acres is. But again, raw topic will we'll, we'll pop back in. But it's it's again, it's a key of you know having buyers you understand. You still don't what they see want. this stuff though. You don't see the crazy actual educational stuff that goes into what we do. No. Or if you do see drama, because shows do display drama, is it accurate drama? Um, I think it's created. <laughs> is it ac- or is it created? There's. Well, let's see. Hmm. Right. We didn't see. The sewer pipe to the to the street has collapsed, so it's another fifteen thousand dollars that we have to take away from redoing your kitchen. Yes, I'm gonna go that bang my head thing, against the wall. That okay, 
when we see these shows, and there's multiple ones, every single show, something that would have been found on proper inspections mm -hmm. that would have been negotiated, or if it's um if it's a lover list type thing. Yeah. These are things that would have been found in a proper inspection. Well, not only that, but you know, every remodel you are gonna have stuff that you didn't think about. You're going to have issues pop up. Even with an inspection. So you but, put an extra ten percent in. Thank you. You're gonna if your contractor doesn't have like a fifteen percent contingency or slush fund, don't hire that contractor. Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, if they're taking away from your kitchen remodel because they found out that like the, oh we had to we had to uh, put a new beam in because we didn't know about that when we took out your wall. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? We had to reframe your door. That's, we knew that. Yeah, it, that I, I used to watch that show for a while and I, I loved it. I thought it was mm -hmm. cool and I was always rooting for the realtor. So you know, yeah, me too. He'd get that commission check, but then I'm watching it and I'm like, how many times can they screw up and yeah. not do some kind of inspection? Oh, you need a new roof. Hello. Really? Okay, I'm not a roofer, but I can walk outside a house and I can see that a roof is crap. Let me say this: I not only am I rooting for the for the for the to, for them to move because I you know we're agents and not contractors, but also how often is it that you remodel your house and then your house then works for you? Like if you have if you come to me and I'm like, oh, I've got space concerns and I this and this and this this does my kitchen doesn't work for me. How often is that the case that? it wouldn't be easier for you to move and get into a new house that has more space instead of trying to, oh, we cut out a closet out of your laundry room. You know, uh, I think it seems it seems like in most of those scenarios, it would be better for them to move, unless you have a house that just doesn't doesn't work for but you. If you, you know, look the layout the stats, doesn't work. Or, I looked up the stats, and a majority of the time, they love it. Because it wouldn't oh, be... Oh, they definitely, a majority of the time, love it. Well, oh, yeah. There's, I, and I read something. This is unsubstantiated, so... But that there is... Um, that they will film both endings. Mm. And that, so this is unsubstantiated. I don't know. This is a rumor that they'll film both endings. And then depending on like what tests better, that's the one they'll run. I would believe that. I haven't heard that, but oh. I would believe that. Oh. That, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. The other thing too, they don't show is all the loose ends. You know, I've, we've, we've read some of the behind the scenes shows, you know, that they'll come in and they'll, you know, things won't be number one. These are not full house remodels. The vast majority of these shows that you see, they're doing two rooms, maybe. Yeah. You know, they're doing three rooms. Um, and so the, it, I think it sets an unrealistic budget for people who want to either flip houses or remodel. Or on an uh, unsubstantiated return. Yeah. Like, if you see somebody, I don't know how this works out all the time, where they've got $100,000 to spend on a remodel. Um, but the other thing they don't mention is when you're doing these remodels, this is not going into your mortgage unless you're getting some sort of, you know, renovation loan. You know, most times when you're doing remodels, they're they're coming out cash or you're doing a personal loan at a much higher interest rate. So this is not, well, I have a budget of 350000 and so I can do 200 and remodel 150. That's how it works. It's insane. It really is. It just isn't. It might be, hey, I have a budget of three, you know, let's look at it a monthly budget. I have a $2,500 month budget that I can spend. So I'm going to spend... 1800 on my mortgage and then you know x amount on my either on my renovation loan or i'm going to put some cash towards it right you know and in in our area you know the the cash that buyers are bringing and this is i think going to get worse as we have younger buyers they're not bringing a ton of cash to closing my average buyer is bringing like six or seven grand to closing if that if yeah that. honestly most of them are trying to do the three and a half percent down yeah or, the or if they can find the, the, the home 1%. ready yeah, the home ready uh three percent conventional Mishta. so yeah, so think, remember that, too, when you're watching the 
flipping shows. The added equity thing, I think it can work. It depends on where you are. Yeah, but things that you we know. know, there's only a few things that add actual equity, and that's like kitchens and bathrooms. Oh, but people are looking at, you know, I just redid my roof. Well, you're supposed to redo your roof if it's bad. Yeah. You're supposed to redo your mechanicals if they're bad. Right. And so those those items can be, uh, you know, kind of thrown into the, into the works there. The one other thing that we love is, it's almost hard for me to say that this is a TV myth, because we see it every day, is these stupid letters oh, where you're going. that home buyers give and they're like oh we chose you because we love that you guys are a cute family that has kids and we want you to live in our house forever <laughs> oh you know do they realize how much how many issues can be caused through fair housing violation huge like not even huge when they're sending pictures of their whole beautiful little family or whatever kind of couple that we have or a single person. I mean, if you're not aware, fair housing wow. law Give the definition. you <laughs> cannot discriminate, which means you cannot select your home buyer if you're selling your home on the basis of their familial status, their ethnicity, their, their national origin, their, um, uh, their religion, age, sex, weight, uh, you know, all the... Don't forget the, handicaps also. The whole, the whole nine yards. So... Now, if you come back and say, like, if I'm a buyer's agent and, and a seller's agent comes back and says, you know, you guys had a really good offer, but um, you know, the seller just loved that the other family had kids and you don't, I'm suing them. Yeah. Yeah. You're, and you can. Hey, well, it's not them. You're suing the brokerage, the agent. Yeah. You're going yeah. so as far as you it can. Is, now, that being said, have we had, is this, is this tactic successful? Yeah, probably. Well, yeah, you know, if it's we don't, a yeah. military family listing and somebody puts in, hey, I've got a military do, family. That's not a protected in. class. I do that. It, a, it's not protected, but nope, you, we just, still have the word family in there. Uh, I got, I want an offer that way uh, be, because my, my buyer said, hey, you know, that we, that we knew they were a military family, you know, a military household, uh-huh. and, we, and we had them introduce themselves, and, and they were military as well. And it's one of the reasons that we got an offer. Well, you, 99% of the time, you know it's a military house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always something mm-hmm. on the walls or, or Which somewhere. is why when I have military sellers, I always tell them, take all your military stuff down. And I don't Do know this mm-hmm. is fact, but I I feel like the letters thing started with TV. And and I, I didn't too. practice real estate in the 70s and stuff before. Uh, well, I wasn't alive for one thing. but <laughs> She's a kid. <laughs> I'm not looking at Chris's direction by any way, shape, wow. or form. But Chris anyways, I don't know this is fact because <laughs> I wasn't uh, practicing real estate back in the day before these shows came out. But I feel like the letters were started, the quote unquote letters was started because of TV. And that's not fair because it just doesn't translate again back to real life. There's there's TV life and there's real life. And that could really get you in trouble. I think there's a lot of truth that also... Now, I'm not saying this. I've submitted a lot of letters. But what I do is I go through and I scrub the... Number one, I warn them, first of all. And number two, I scrub the I scrub the letter. I go through it and I, I look through it and make sure that there's nothing in there. We, you know, I always tell them, hey, um, feel free to tell them that you love the house. You know, feel free to tell them that uh, tell them about what you know what you do for a living because that can the other thing too is that can show hey we've got good income yeah you financial know, we're, we're stability like, yeah, is we're, a great we've got thing financial to point stability out. you know and and we can point out a lot of there's a lot we can tell a seller without telling them what our you know without going into any of the protective classes yeah get get away from the the kids boyfriend girlfriend dog cat whatever Just, dogs aren't a protected class. They should be. Huh? Well, and we talked about I've this at that. our last office meeting. Actually, our manager talked about it. And that this is something that very much so might actually just be done away with. It might be outlawed. That 
uh, a law that you can't do letters, period. And I'm okay with that. I well, I, I think as realtors and as professionals, um, we don't need more legislation. We should just be smart enough to say, hey, we need to get rid of this. But people always are looking for the edge, always looking for a way to put themselves above the next guy. I will say this. My personal thought is the, the reason, the one reason I do like the letter is if you look at a purchase agreement, it's telling you the terms, it's telling you, okay, we've got, we're putting X percent down. We are, uh, you know, we, we're using this type of a mortgage. We're doing this, we're doing this. And this is what we're offering, and these are the terms. But what if your terms don't completely give the full picture of your buyer? For example, if you've got a buyer that maybe they have, maybe they have the ability to put fifty percent down, but they want to do some renovations in the house, so they're going to put a, do a five percent down loan. Well, that buyer might or that seller might look at them and say, "Boy, they you know they might not have the extra cash if something happens with appraisal." Whereas you know you know that, that buyer does have that cash. You know, but they might just not be putting it down for the mortgage. That's when I've seen I've seen that on more than one occasion. I've also seen, uh, you know, maybe they don't have cash up front. We've seen this with the physician loan. It's a zero down loan, right? It, but it's you know, so they it's viewed as not being super financially stable. But it's you know, we just did one the two physicians. Their income is going to be insane in the next couple of years. How so, do you communicate that via letter though? Uh, a lot of I think the best way to do it for me is is say the plans for the house. Mm-hmm. Say hey, I'm you know I'm there. We're planning on coming in. and uh, you know, putting some real money into the house to make it, you know, back to its original glory. I think that's and... a good conversation topic. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. From agent to agent, but I don't know that. But if that's... you do the letter and you can you can put in there about making the house our home, um, like yeah. with your doctor loans. Right. Yeah, I don't know if you, if it needs to be in a letter. I'd be totally fine if it's if the whole thing is done away with. But I'm saying there, yeah. I think there are some some legal uses, but I think they're limited and I think it's abused. It's probably done correctly less than 1% of the time. I that's yeah. very fair because it's actually probably generous. Probably when, when probably I had half the, of a the five come in, everything had the picture of a family, stated family or a young couple working mm-hmm. on a family. You know, it, yeah. it had all those things and they all had pictures if there was a kid, there was a picture of the child. And it's just like... And let's just remember as an agent, though, too, if you're representing the seller, you actually don't have to present those at all. I you do don't. not. I put them on the last page, and then I wait until a decision is made and signed. And then I say, I let them know, hey, there were some letters included, and we can't let them, based on the way they're written, influence your decision. I'll tell you this. I wish that we could, I could leave names on the purchase agreement blank until they're signed. I would agree with that. That's fine. I would agree with that. If you want true, I've said this for a long time. I've said this for a lot of things. If you want true equality, non-discrimination, and non-discrimination, all. Mm-hmm. leave out everything. Give me price terms. I don't want to know their name. I don't want to know anything about that buyer. And I, I know it agree. sounds like a jerk, I agree. but like, is your money green? And how fast can you close? And what do you need from me? That's it. Exactly. That's so, all that matters. Yeah. Put down every single term: inspection, yep. lawyer review, occupancy, title company. You name right. it. Right. Give us but, just the information and not the BS. Yeah, and I know this kind of gets us away from TV, but it is it is something that I think you, you – because when you – I think the gist of this conversation is when you're watching TV, not only are you watching a significantly condensed version, which makes sense, but you're also watching what I think is a, a you know version that is you know, completely without any sense of these are the real – It's fluffed. Nitty-gritty yeah. details that you have to have them buying at home. And it also, you know, for our profession – there is so much that it, it gives us this reputation while well, we're door openers. And there's so much that goes on that that we have to know that we're doing that, that is 
you know, it's it's like imagine if we, you know, if, if TV portrayed firefighters and all they ever did was, you know, get pull, cats out of the get tree. cats out of trees. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you'd be like, okay, cool. It doesn't show the dicks, the, you know, the not that we're firemen, but it doesn't show the danger of them, you know, going into a burning, collapsing building. Uh, oh, um, exactly. So it's uh, you know, kind of a misrepresentation. Misrepresentation of. I feel like that kind of leads us too into, um, and I don't want to make this a huge conversation, but it's come up a couple times this week personally with me is about our commission. And some of these shows do highlight how much an agent is making. And uh, a couple in particular in very high end parts of the country, specifically LA and New York. I'm surprised that's allowed. And it shows hypothetically or how accurately i don't know what that agent is making when they sell their when they sell the house and i feel like it makes it look like agents are making a ton of money not Mm. that we're not because sometimes we definitely are but there's a lot of again other things that the general public doesn't know fees Mm. that we have to pay splits that we have to pay and things like that Mm. so yeah, and it's just a not necessarily an accurate representation of of how we're actually paid and how things happen we'd be loved love to uh kind of go into that a little bit more with you if you're buying or selling with us we certainly discuss it with you one other thing that i think we all realize is your timelines the things that are you know everything is neatly wrapped into an hour and that's not necessarily how the <laughs> or half hour go. or 15 minutes yeah. depending on the project but we have a, a bathroom remodel going out in my house that's now been going on for like i think eight weeks just the bathroom oh are you painting all your tile chris hates t- tile being painted i am I, and I'm trying to think in my brain of when I've seen this on TV. Reglaze? Well, they reglaze. Yeah, but if no, you... I watched one episode of something, and they were just whipping oh, out the paint, yikes. painting over it and making it look so pretty. Please, please don't paint <laughs> your tile under any... Is there any circumstance where you could think that you would want it? I'd rather, I'd rather hammer it out and put new tile up, honestly. No, uh, I, I've seen three houses that I've shown, flippers, painted tile, because they wanted to get rid of the no. Mimi, Mimi pink. Don't paint tile and do not, under any circumstances, paint your hardwood floors. I don't care what oh. is in style right now because I saw that like painting hardwood was coming back. Stop. Don't do it ever under any circumstances. If you, That's if, atrocious. Like, no matter what the situation is that you bring to me, the answer is still no. But I think the female opinion in me is going to have to chime in and say that it gives you, it does give you great ideas uh, other than painted Look, if you're talking about like flower that. beds and stuff, God bless. Yeah. No, I think it can give, it can give certainly... Like I, you know, ideas into it. Also, by the way, can I think make the scope of work look easier? Like knocking out walls is not just like a thing that you can just do. Oh, willy-nilly. absolutely not. <laughs> that's, absolutely that's one thing I wanted not. to say. Get out you, the recip socket. Yeah, it's just oh. not how it works. But I do agree with you with the design stuff that it because you're seeing someone's. You know, a lot of times when we're seeing flips or we're seeing you know, houses that we're walking into that are beautiful, we're seeing the finished product. Whereas in these shows, you're actually seeing you know the vast majority of us do not live in super updated. You know, hey, every single thing has been remodeled. That's just not <laughs> the way that the population works. So you see that before and the after, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it helps you see the potential. Is that where you're going? I do. Yeah. And it just generally just gives you ideas. If you're planning on selling your house, that's a big mm-hmm. one. It gives you, you know, what the most important things is to do, of course, is always highlighting kitchens and baths. I don't think shows shy away from that being the most important by any way, shape, or form. It is super important, but... um. It'll give somebody, you know, good ideas, but keep it realistic and keep yes. it simple. And set a budget. I think that when you're selling your home, I think there's very rare scenarios where you should go do and, and you know, complete remodels, I think. But I, you know, that's a, a story for another day. Yep. The, the the biggest thing about this is when you're watching these shows, they're fun to watch. We still even watch them even in the industry. 
Mm-hmm. Um, just remember that there's a lot more that goes into this. And so if you're thinking about buying or selling your home, understand that there's going to be more than, you know, we're not going to be able to wrap this all up in 30 minutes. You're in for, a, a, you know, a ride. It's going to be, there's going to be some highs and some lows and things are going to go right and things are going to go wrong. And that's why I always tell people, if it was that easy, we wouldn't have a job. You know, we're here that's because true. things go south. Like things go, can go really bad. This is the biggest investment of your life. Yeah, You're uh, never going to spend, you know, $200,000 on anything other than maybe your, I guess if you're going to like medical school, your college education, but that's a huge investment mm-hmm. as well. Uh, you know, and you're not making that decision in three weeks. No. You know, that's where the value of a realtor comes in. Yeah. And having a, a good It's not the easy stuff. Agent. It's no. the hard stuff mm-hmm. and, and how we get you through it. Yeah. Uh, if you are interested in talking about getting a free, no hassle, no obligation market analysis, we would love to talk to you. Or if you're thinking about buying a home, even if it's your first home, or maybe you're not even ready to buy a home. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you have no idea whether you can buy a home or you, you know, need to start moving out or you need to start maybe your lease is up we'd love to talk to you our phone numbers will be right there in the podcast of course please subscribe to the homes like an acronym for our great lakes here i had to explain that to somebody while nice. it's all in caps uh the homes real estate podcast find us on facebook myself uh facebook.com slash home in macomb christopher at chris van bell realtor and Kelly at, I think it's Kelly Mitchell Tree, realtor at Cobble Banker. That's right. I think if you just search my name, you'll see my face. Yeah. So thanks so much. And guys, Kelly, thank you thank so much you. for being with us. We'll see you next time. Take care.